If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can't catch me. Uh, oh, wait, I guess you can. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So protester ran out on the field of Monday Night Football. We'll talk about what they were protesting and all that sort of stuff and a little background on that in a second. But here's, here's what the call sounded like during the game. And here comes a stoppage in play because someone has run on the field with a smoke bomb that is pink, and he's running up the sideline. Now a couple of Rams come over there and make the tackle. Head first into the player who has taken the field, and he's in a cloud of pink smoke, so you can't see him. And now on him are a couple of security guards. That guy is headed to the slammer, and it will not be a good night. Headed to the slammer. So the Mannings... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I attacked an old woman with a screwdriver on the streets of San Francisco, I probably wouldn't be headed for the slammer. Nope. They would fill out some forms and turn me right back on the street. If I had a gun, it might take another 10 minutes. What? Under the old DA, that's right, the new DA's an ass kicker. I apologize for my slanders, but it's still true in Philadelphia, in L.A., in a bunch of cities around the country. Anyway. And it's likely that these animal rights protesters wouldn't hurt a fly. Um, as opposed yeah, the to the fellow while a fleet of foot is fairly weedy looking. We got plenty of people out on the street who have demonstrated over and over again that they will hurt you, your children and your grandma. And we don't lock them up in what he conveniently called the slammer. So Peyton Manning and his brother do this show where they they just sit on chairs and watch the game and comment on it. Really great idea. Anyway, yeah, it is kind of cool. This is how they handled the uh, the. They're incident. both great NFL former NFL quarterbacks. If you don't know who they are, he's running a post route right across the fifty, and a security guard took him out. But a, a nice a nice hit though, right? It was a nice legal hit. Here you go. Oh, yeah, there he is. There he is. Nice. Yes. Oh yes. yes. 
That's what we're talking Wagner. about. Wagner, Bobby. a veteran, right? Get him down. Now get out and tackle. let these guys take over. So if you didn't see the video, a couple of NFL players who uh, are the best in the world at this sort of thing took off dead sprint and laid this protester out. And uh, one of the protesters sustained severe head trauma when tackled, which she says left her dazed and unable to stand when the security guards showed up. I was wondering about that, because if I got hit by an NFL player, I would expect to be feeling not the greatest. Um, Was that that incident or a different incident? This was just handed to me. That just handed to him. Mm -hmm. This just handed to me. Um, I wonder, though, at what point does one of these uh, protesters get tackled by an NFL player and claim that you hurt my neck, you owe me $50 million, and the NFL ends up paying out, and so they stop tackling protesters? Well, you got to let the security guards do it. You know, it's funny, Jack and I were talking earlier, and uh, we both had the same thought. I, I was thinking, you know, these are professional athletes in full football gear who just blasted, you know, a, a person. Uh, a, a criminal trespasser, perhaps, but um, if, as you put it earlier, if the guard at the Walgreens can't do a thing, uh, speaking of San Francisco, when I'm walking out with a trash bag full of hundreds of dollars worth of loot, how is it an NFL player can level somebody for trespass? Well, if you think about it for a couple of seconds, which we have, you clearly can't. Because I, I don't think the security guard... I'm pretty sure I like it when they do. Oh, yeah. I'll make that I, clear. I have no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. But I'm sure the security guard, if if they see somebody uh, uh, putting a whole bunch of bags of razor blades or whatever expensive item at the CVS in a pillowcase, they're not allowed to just run down the aisle and throw their shoulder into the guy and take him to the ground. Right. They absolutely would get sued for that, even though I think you should be able to do that. So, no, of course, a... NFL player can't tackle somebody just because they have a sign running out on the field. On the back of your ticket, does it say, if you run onto the field to demonstrate for animal rights, you will be leveled by a behemoth in that little fine print? A guy who weighs 210 pounds with zero body fat and is 20 years old is going to run full speed and put his shoulder (laughs) into your spine. (laughs) Be forewarned, idiot. (laughs) Be forewarned, idiot. Yeah. And then it'll be the golden era of streakers when it is announced that nobody, probably even the security guards, can stop these streakers. They need to be, somebody needs to... Uh, to well, to, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A streaker's a naked person running around, right? Was this Doesn't person not naked? Be bearish fonts? I just no, saw, fully clothed. I, I just saw a blurred out version and they appeared to be skin colored, but maybe they were just wearing light tan. A pink t-shirt with okay. uh, the, the big website, their website on okay. it. Okay. Well, I'm kind of pink myself, so I just thought they were naked. But No, 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 no uh, visitable genitals whatsoever. I'll bet we're very close to, you can't stop these people, protesters, really at all. Not only can the players not lay them out, the security guards can't even. If a security guard can't touch a thief at Walgreens, how do you? How can you legally... Well, let's let's say it the other way. If it's okay to tackle a protester, why is it not okay to tackle a thief? Well, I, yeah, I'm glad you put it that way because that's more what I agree with. But, but I'll bet I, I'll right. bet that's where we end up. Protesters they are allowed to run around, and they need to be convinced to come off the field by trained mental health professionals, and uh, then they are. Uh, they were giving counseling at taxpayer expense. That's what will happen. So you're going to have like an hour delay in a football game because somebody's sitting out in the, out on the field with mental health officials. 
Well, right, but if they can steal over and over with impunity, why can't they run around a football field over and over with impunity until they just get bored and leave? Right. You can't square the circle. Right. What's the difference? I would love to ask Gavin Newsom that question or some big city DA. Love to. So these people, by the way, they're, I can't remember the name of their organization, but... Um, the right to rescue.com. There you go. They have been charged with stealing five piglets from this hog farm, a commercial pork producing farm in Utah. Their thing is the pigs are kept in squalid conditions and the sows and the piglets are just, if you saw the way they're treated and their lives, you'd be so horrified you'd never eat pork again. That's their thing. And you watched these videos and were nearly put off pork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to take, and I read an account, and it wasn't by some wild-eyed activist either. I can't remember who the journalist was, but he was describing the case. And it, especially given the intelligence of pigs, it's it's tough. It's nasty. Do we have to treat the pigs like that to harvest their delicious, delicious bacon? Well, last time we talked about this, uh, we got an email from a farmer who said, hey, glad to hear you talking about this. There's cruelty-free farming, and you can get your meat that way. Um, So good for you. Glad you're talking about this. I don't know that much about it. Um, Maybe if you send us uh, pounds and pounds of delicious uh, free-range meat, uh, we'd be even more enthused about the the cause. That's the answer, isn't it, is just uh, a movement toward... Because I actually would. I actually would pay a little more if I sincerely believed that you were treating the pigs better for my bacon. Why, thank you. Then the... <laughs> Beautiful. Then the, uh, you know, you're being mean to the pigs for, for, for no good reason, bacon. Yeah. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, the other thing I was reading about, and I'm a realist. I'm not an activist on many issues at all. And, and even when I am an activist, it's because I'm a realist and I've tried to recognize the reality of something. I uh, was reading something about how uh, the West has terrible problems with, with water. The, uh, you know, Lake Mead, the Hoover Dam, the, the Colorado River, droughts in California, blah, blah, blah. You know the whole story. And the fact that a lot of the most water-intensive uh, crops or thirstiest crops are only grown to feed cattle. Nobody eats alfalfa, but, but cattle. You know, there are probably some other uses I don't know about, but the vast majority, for instance, mm-hmm. used for feeding cattle. And at some point... How much corn in, is cattle feed or hog feed? A lot, well, I'll bet. Right, right. And at some point... We have to look at it and say, all right, we're spending too much water. Never mind money. Never mind whether the cows are happy or not. We're spending too much water to eat the well, amount of beef we're eating. Yeah, actually, Jack, you idiot. All field corn is going for cattle, and humans don't eat field corn. And that's what, when you see fields of corn, that's what all of it is for the most part. You rarely see sweet corn, which is what we eat. All that field corn is going for, uh, I suppose, like... Well, now, it depends where you're talking about, because I know in central Illinois, where I lived for years, it was sweet corn grown all Really? Fields and fields? Large fields of sweet corn? I think so, yeah. I mean, they grow like all the sweet corn eaten in that half of the country. I'll have to look into that. I've never seen a giant field of sweet corn ever in my life that I'm aware of. Yeah, well, I'm not an authority on the topic. An interesting question, and one rarely discussed here at the Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, but should be discussed for this reason. If all those fields of corn in uh, uh, in Iowa are for uh, feeding cattle and pigs, which I know that they are, that all my uncles grew, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, none of that would have to exist if you weren't feeding those animals. And it's all being watered. Interesting. Or feed corn. Well, I don't know what I don't know how how much that would tur- up, turn upside down the agricultural industry overnight. Uh, let's see. What percentage of corn is used for animal feed? Uh, nearly half of the corn grown. Well, that's in 2013. Was used as animal feed. That'd be a lot, though. Even at half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what percentage? Is I'll have to. Bit, yeah. I'll have to ask my vegetarian friend. I have a vegetarian friend. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen to this, S, would you? Listen to this corn fact. It's corn. Why has nobody corn. played the corn kid yet? Oh, I was, gotta, he was in my head, but I didn't know if you wanted him. I didn't grab him. You've got to watch the intro to Saturday Night Live from Saturday Night I thought it was one of their best cold opens ever. Oh, okay. But yeah. anyway, it was the Manning Brothers. 
fake Manning brothers reporting on the opening of Saturday Night Live. And uh, and one of the things is they're talking about, okay, let's see how they work the new cast members into the show. And so this one new black guy comes out and says, it's Cone. And they said, oh, my God, that was a pathetic attempt to play upon a popular meme of recent weeks. <laughs> Everybody's tired of the it's Cone kid. <laughs> That's my, it's Cone. But here's a, a popular Cone fact for you. On average in the U.S., can I trust these people? About 45% of corn is used for animal feed. 44% is turned into ethanol. And 10% is used as food. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess most non-agricultural people, because I grew up around this, people who farm field corn, it's all, it's all field corn. Um, and going for, wow, so all that ethanol stuff, that's just, <laughs> that's mostly a joke. It's put into your fuel, but it's not necessary. It's just a it's, a it's a giant game. Um. Anyway, the point being that eating animals is uh, difficult for the environment for all kinds of different reasons. That's why I'd like to ask my vegetarian friend if you knew the pork you're eating came from a pig that was treated well. Are you okay with it? Because they're an ethical vegetarian, not a health vegetarian. So ample room to move around. Uh, watch his babe on the weekends. Nice shoulder rub at the long after a long day of rooting for for food, that sort of thing. <laughs> you think pigs watch Babe on Netflix on the weekends? Oh, babe, Charlotte's Web, <laughs> other fair. <laughs> Any of your various remakes of the movie 1984? <laughs> they probably don't watch that one much. Except fascist pigs. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, um, cause that's the direction it's got to go is it's like, I don't care about sustainable clothing much, but a lot of your clothing brands, Levi's really pushes these jeans were sustainable and apparently some people buy them because they are, but I might do that with food. If I knew that these pigs are chickens or whatever, I don't care near as much about chickens. No, the, the beast matters. Yeah. But chicken's got a brain like a marble. But then the companies would react if, if Jimmy Dean's sausage picked up on the fact that, hey, we'd sell a heck of a lot more sausage if we could prove that we're treating our pigs right, then they would do it. And Yeah, it would be a lot more expensive, though. There's no doubt. I mean, the, the pigs are not treated that way out of cruelty. It's because it's much more efficient. Cruelly efficient. Having worked in feedlots... I I wouldn't say that that's mostly true, but not entirely true. I think there are a lot of things that could have been done just out of laziness and habit that are cruel hmm. that could be eliminated. A lot. Hmm. At least, you know, my experience is 30 years old, 40 years old. But cattle weren't treated particularly well and didn't all need to be that way. Yeah, you know, my my buddy Joe, his uh, his kid raised a calf up to a, a full-grown head of cattle for a 4-H project mm-hmm. and, and unfortunately met an untimely death and was, uh, I think the term is butchered, um, and, uh, and it was fabulous beef. I went in for a quarter share, helped partly to support 4-H, sure. um, but it was, it was super yummy. Uh, you know, I realize not everybody can can raise a cow in their backyard and and by the when this thing got to be 1200 pounds 
it was really just its own goodwill that kept it under control. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, and I paid more for it than I would have at the grocery store, but it was very good. I just, I don't know. On a mass scale, though, you can't do that. Well, I was telling my kids the other day, because we were kind of on this topic about how different things are in different parts of the country, and now times have changed or whatever. Uh, a friend of mine, it was actually, uh, well, whatever, a friend of mine who lived in rural Nebraska, and when they were, I forget whatever age, it was grade school age, field trip, they walked down to the local butcher, because it was a small enough town, they walked from the school down to the local butcher, and he brought a steer into the back room, killed it there in front of the kids. <laughs> Holy shit. And butchered it. <laughs> Barbaric. And, this, and she's not 90 years old, by the way. So right. this would have been in the 80s that this happened. Wow, in the that 80s. is different. That is different than Marin County, California. Yes, mm. Michael? That's like the Napoleon Dynamite scene when the bus is driving by. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the farmer right. shoots. Right. But, but, look, look how, and whenever I tell this story, people are always like, what? Hey, we're here. We were at a restaurant when I was telling a story. Everybody in this in this room is eating food from animals killed that way. But yeah. showing a kid that this is where it comes from is somehow crazy. I mean, how how divorced are we from the reality of where our food comes from? You know, that's funny. It reminds me of the last segment of the radio show when we were talking about when reality is divorced from uh, hmm, what were what was the term we were going with? Um, apparent uh, image or whatever is different from the reality of something. Whenever that happens, there's danger there. Yeah, people act like it's crazy that they had school kids see a steer killed and butchered. That's what's happening all around the country, and that you're going to serve it to them tonight. So we're going to pretend that that doesn't happen? I mean, I don't know that it has to be for little kids. All right, kids. Well, we're done at the butcher. Hurry on now. We got to get to the autopsy. And then, of course, we'll have lunch, then go to the execution. Now, everybody stay in line. Stay with your butcher, buddy. Joe, maybe give him a warning, too. Joe making the point in comical form that lots of things happen in reality, but we don't need to show kids <laughs> right. to make the point. That, that, was, that was what I was driving Let's at. go yes. to the morgue and see an autopsy <laughs> right before the execution. That's uh, a long day. I don't know why they had to put all three field trips in one day. Yeah, you can they spread those they out. They rented the bus, you know. <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch, 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 son of a I love cone. I mean, then look at this then. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's cone! Can you describe corn to someone who's never tasted it before? A big lump with knobs. It has the juice. It's the part that mostly makes me like the cone. How much do you think corn should cost? Mandalo. <laughs> oh man, beautiful. Well, I guess that's it. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.